What's going on, folks? Uh, this is uh, something different uh, in collaboration with Food and Convo and our friends that do amazing podcasts across the city of Worcester. Uh, I am Che, here with one of the two other co-hosts per usual named... Amy. There we go. All right, cool. Take some time. <laughs> Take some time. Take some time. Uh, <laughs> and normally this is, where, this is where Clyde will go and Clyde, but he's not here, but big shout to Clyde. Um, but for the first time ever, the greatest crossover in Zoom history is happening, right? We got hosts from your favorite podcast, uh, Lonely Mans, and Pop It, and Seltzer Time, and the one-man bandman himself, the man who handles all of the comic geniuses, geniuses of geniuses and geniuses with the coolest mustache, and the only one of us currently that has a baby. Um, so he's the most adult person on this Zoom call right now. <laughs> Sean Conley, we'll tell you more about what we're doing. So first things first, tell us your time. Why don't you introduce yourselves? Uh, yeah. yeah, thanks, Travis. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, what's up, guys? I'm Ricky, uh, one half of the Sales Time podcast. I'm eating nuggets. <laughs> That's where I'm at. What's cracking? I am Travis, the other half of the Seltzer Time podcast. I am currently eating uh, Thumbs's favorite Worcester food, which is Wings Over. Shout out to Thumbs. And from Pop at Worcester, we have... Sarah. <laughs> um, I'm, <laughs> I'm eating breadsticks from my hiders. Sarah, that's going to give you a really good, like, hearty taste of this, the sauce, I think. I'm Molly. I'm also from Pop It. And I'm also eating McNuggets with my friend Ricky. <laughs> From the Lonely Man's podcast, we got. Hey, y'all. I'm Jesse Burlingame, and I brought Dino Nuggets. Ooh. What? Do you know how hard it was for me to find these yesterday? I went to three <laughs> different stores. What? <laughs> but I got a Brontosaurus, a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and a Stegosaurus on deck right now. The term Stegosaurus on deck has never been said before. You just saw history. <laughs> Jesse, we're going to write a baseball uh, movie where dinosaurs play against humans. And we'll have to make sure to have a dinosaurus, stegosaurus on deck. Stegosaurus on deck, bro. <laughs> it's Space Jam, but reverse. To say, it's the <laughs> sequel to Space Jam we all dying for. And Michael Jordan playing baseball, though. Strike, striking out the whole time. Of course. From from an actual alt weekly and Wu and Annie, we have the man that met himself, Sean Connolly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm eating Wingstop. What you know about it? Wingstop, 540 Southbridge Street. Get at it. Neighbor the price right. Gang, 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 gang. Bad gang, boy, gang. need a ten piece. <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying to get that Rick Ross sponsorship, Sean Connolly. <laughs> no endorsement across any of these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I am sponsored by Dino Nuggets. Just so <laughs> How did you land that, Jesse? I've you been trying that for Dino months. Nuggets. Promo code Lonely Man. So I, love, <laughs> I love that he's sponsored by Dino Nuggets, but it took him forever to get them. <laughs> That's how Dino Nuggets are. COVID, dude. COVID. Uh, shout out to Jesse for actually recognizing that we had to get our own food and not waiting to the last minute like the rest of us. When Sarah, Sarah went to Ed Hyders. No, I knew. I just wanted them to be fresh. Me too. Me too. I Naomi, I had to have Naomi actually drive me to McDonald's. So it was like real middle school for me because I needed Naomi to drive me to McDonald's because I had to go get a COVID test earlier today because we don't know if I have it or not. 
So I couldn't be the person who like communicated with the window person. So I was safely on the other side of the car. But I needed a ride to go get McNuggets, which I've never done. I haven't done since I was like 15. I feel like I've ridden with you to get McNuggets before. I don't know, man. Dive bars are your time, man. Who knows? Did you change his diaper like Naomi did afterwards? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I just just had the powder. I didn't have to do the actual diaper (laughs) changer. He did buckle me up, though. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that we got Uber Eats delivered chicken McNuggets to us at the dive bar late one night. Oh, most. Yeah, no question there. We spent more on the delivery charge than the actual nuggets. <laughs> there was a time when Shout Kevin La, yeah. Kevin La got free delivery of Wendy yeah, nuggets. Yeah, he just gets like random spicy nuggets that show up. It was awesome. Pop them when on he the was, counter. When he was 17? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so like yesterday? Right. <laughs> the dive bar. So, At the dive bar. <laughs> Probably really repping Polar more than you. at the time so for anyone wondering why we went around and said what food we have we are going to try our hand at a year end hot ones challenge ish hot ones challenge i think is trademarked so spicy foods challenge seems (laughs) like we will get sued spicy sauce challenge spicy sauce spicy sauce sauce challenge so we have three hot sauces we got uh all-time classic franks we got cholula shout to them um, and we got new hot sauce to the market, Grandeza. Big shout out to our guy, Premium Pete. We're going to be trying that live here. So, Amy, I'm turning this over to you. We're going to get things started. Only seems right to do this. Nice. Seltzer time. And it's on you, Amy. It's time to go. So, uh, we thought that, you know, as we bid farewell to 2020, it'd be a great to get us all together, uh, do this crossover podcast and talk about the top moments of 2020. I guess a little like note on this, all of us throughout the year have on our various channels and podcasts and blogs, and we've all talked about COVID. We've all talked about the other tragedies of the year. So this is going to be a little more lighthearted. Of course, indirectly, we may end up talking about some of those events, but we've grouped them into categories. So we'll kind of put the category out there and then it's open, you know, for, for open to discussion. We'll kind of go down the list. I put a list behind me, but I realize nobody can see it. So I'll read down the list. You guys all have the list. I sent it to you. The overarching topics are natural disasters, absurdities of 2020, binge-worthy TV, social engagement challenges, and food trends in cooking, since we're food and combo. So we are gathered here today <laughs> to bid farewell to hopefully the worst year that any of us will ever have, going into a brand new year with a lot of hope in the future. Uh, with that, I think we'll open it right up with natural disasters, which there were more than there should have been in one year, I think many right in the first quarter of the year so we'll we'll open it up with that was australia on fire this year yeah i can't yes. even remember yeah. <laughs> i was like amy please tell me what happened. <laughs> yeah it was the australia brush fires right and i think yeah. that was in J- late january yep sounds yeah. right i yeah. I think they burned COVID right out of there because they're like they're partying with no masks on right now. Everything's open. So. Yeah. They have less people. They can control their borders easier. Australia had quite a turn this year. To be fair, California was on fire for like half of the year, and they're 
miserably infected with COVID. Has anyone else had any fire mishaps since we've been doing so many things outside? Besides you, you lit your hair on fire? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like sitting at a winery by a fire pit, thought I, I was being really safe, you know, doing an outdoor activity. And then I looked down and my hair had just burned all the way up to my chin. And I was like, ah! Michael Jackson. That's how, that's how Michael Jackson made it. So you're on your way. <laughs> Pepsi isn't paying you though, are they? <laughs> yes, yes, Travis. Yet they haven't seen this yet. Sarah's gonna do that. Kylie Kardashian. Which what 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 Kardashian was it? I don't know. They're all Kate. the same. The K the K Kardashian. Oh, was it Ken yeah. Kendall? Yeah, Kendall solved racism. I remember. Yeah. So Sarah's gonna recreate that. Was that this year? <laughs> no, no, it was it was last year. It's it's literally oh, okay. what caused racism this year. That's, that's yeah. how bad it was. I'm truthfully glad the murder hornets weren't a thing. Like we heard oh, about coming them. Back. Well, they're coming back. I, come next couple days. I just did a crossword that the category was, or the like, the clue was the, it was like informal name for, and then it said their like scientific name. And I got like a U and then a D and I was like, murder hornet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was very excited. Didn't they not murder anybody though? They had the potential to, they're like a killer whale, you know? They can't, they can't pin it on them. They were really good at hiding evidence. Okay, that makes it's a manslaughter hornet. Um. <laughs> Overdosing hornet. <laughs> that hornet did not kill itself. It was super graphic, though, the way that they, like, beheaded oh. other bees. Yeah, it was gross. But I also think it's cool that the bees figured out a way to, like, gang up on them and overheat them and kill them back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nature's Ooh. a son of a bitch. I know. Speaking of dinosaurs. Just to go back to us for a second. Which animal would you willingly sacrifice in Australia? Big spiders. Do Komodo dragons live there? Because I really have a problem with them. I don't think so. No Indonesia. Why, why do you have a problem with, with them? Komodo dragons? Oh, I, uh, I just saw a picture of one. I have like a, I can't, I don't like them at all. <laughs> I, 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 would, I would sacrifice uh, surfers. Hang ten in hell, bitches. Um, no, kangaroos are not nice. No, they're really not. And they always look like a drunk guy looking to fight you. I do love wallabies, though, the, like, tiny version. Kangaroos have awesome street fights in the middle of Australia, though. They just, like, mess oh, up people's true. neighborhoods and, like, knock yeah. mirrors off your that's, car. That's some Jesse Burlingame energy right there. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't get rid of them. But they're not nice. I don't think we could. They would definitely beat us up. <laughs> oh. You know what are sick wombats? Wombats are the best. They have the best name. They have, they have, they're like, they're the power of their butt. It's like, like they, it's like, uh, it's two times greater than a pit bull bite is the, like, the force of their butt onto something. That's some yeah. Like, I mean, it's the Megan the Stallion of down under animals, just like <laughs> the power of the butt, you know? Like, that wombat's gonna get shot in the foot someday. Was that a natural disaster? I don't know how we segue from that. <laughs> you did that. Was, that was amazing. We're sacrificing animals now. I'm going with Capybara just because I like koalas. <laughs> Let's yeah. do all the cute animals in. They got, they got, well, they got gonorrhea, right? This smells hot. Uh, okay. Which one are we going to try first, and when are we going to try them? I know. I was like, can we do it? If possible, hold the G hot sauce for last. Okay. All right. All right. Hold that one for last. We'll we should probably start. Yes, let's start with Frank's, the F1, because I feel like that's the one we all know. We'll ease into it. Y'all fucks with hot sauce? Su super fucks with hot sauce. I'm just going to drink it straight. 
Wait, is that celery? That's a Cucumber. good idea. Yeah. Not the first of the month yet. So right. I <laughs> celery and cucumber. Honestly, I didn't know how hot it was going to be. I have done first lab. I have done some of these sauces can be like put you on your ass. So I figured the vegetable would sort of neutralize a little bit. The celery. So that's why I went with it's a little bit boring. But does, does anyone else get the hiccups if something's too spicy? I, I sneeze if I drink ginger beer. <laughs> what? <laughs> when I take a sip of ginger beer, I sneeze. It's the weirdest thing of oh all God. time. I thought you said seize, like. <laughs> <laughs> like no way. Can I get a ginger beer and an EpiPen, please? <laughs> I really want to see you drink ginger beer now. I want to put you to the test. That's all what right. it means when you order the dick chuck. Are we? It's kind of like a Moscow mule, but like a little more dangerous. So most of us have had pranks red hot, either, you know, on wings or in buffalo dip. So this shouldn't be too. I gave it just the right amount, a little accent. For our wedding, Brian O'Donnell and Jess got us a case of crystal. I have that in my cabinet. That's awesome. New Orleans special. Oh, so yeah, we've, I mean, we've been going through it pretty fast. Also got really good at making crystal buffalo, uh, cauliflower over during the pandemic. I like, I like pranks because for me, a lot of my problem with these, these things, if they're like way too hot is that I don't feel like they, I like taste a flavor besides the heat. And I like Frank's cause I feel like I like, it has more flavor. I put Frank's on chips. Yeah, Frank's is delicious. I'm, I'm putting Frank's on flaming hot nacho Doritos. Um, so mm. I feel like that was a good choice. How's that going for you? So far so good. Does it enhance it? Like, what's the? Can you even it? taste it? You you can because it's it's a different type of spice, right? Um, vinegar. So like, no, no. So you catch it on the back end. I'm not sure how the rest are gonna go, but the I. Powder is asbestos, and the uh, the sauce is <laughs> Frank's. So that's how you can tell the difference. Well, this is about to be like it's MSG. It's so good. It's for sponsorship across the board. So we're just gonna keep so, hitting it. So highest bidder. Good luck with that. <laughs> okay, I, um, not to sound like a curmudgeon. <laughs> no, it's okay. You can sound like a curmudgeon. Oler, give me a call. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely ridiculous that Polar hasn't sponsored you too. Like, like I know it goes without saying, and I'm sure that everyone agrees. But like, talk about missed opportunities. It is. It is absolutely insane that Polar hasn't thrown like a boatload of money in seltzer at you. I mean, even just seltzer. Even just seltzer. Even seltzer. But yeah, they, money would be dope too. Uh, they're bringing back the seltzer machines in Boston before Worcester, right? They just don't, they're just not even thinking of us. No, I had, I one time had a job interview um, with Polar to do social media and like 31 seconds into that phone call, I didn't want the job anymore. <laughs> Because they clearly have no interest in Worcester, which is weird. Polar, if you're listening, what's up? Uh, I'll take another. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't they have the market cornered out here? Don't they need to promote outside I, of the city? I feel like, Ricky, this could segue into you being a hawker at Polar Park for seltzer. Like, up in South South, like, in the, yeah. <laughs> in it, the would so on, like, it would be so on. Seltzer, here, seltzer, Polar Seltzer, anybody? <laughs> 
It'd be so on brand though for them to have a stadium with their name on it, but have no seltzer in it at all. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it makes too much sense. It's a Worcester thing. It's we're we're trying to expand out of the city. It's like it says your name on the building. Like no, no, no. We're we're trying to expand. It got a long game going. I trust them. I trust nobody. Yeah, you should get one of those seltzer bottles and just spray people in the face with it at the park. Just be like, <laughs> like you got a Yankees hat on. <laughs> Sanitized seltzer. You just want me to get sprayed, Sean? Is that what that is? You just want me to get sprayed at the game? Yeah, I'm gonna wear a lot of uh, white t-shirts and just see what happens. There you go. White Matt's shirts. Mm-hmm. In your twister costume. <laughs> oh my god sean i remember when i would take kids on like summer field trips to the games and the first time it ever happened i was so freaked out the mascot came up to me and was like Sarah! and i was like ah! but it was just you my dear friend i'm having i'm having twister flashbacks right now because uh posing for pictures with the mask on i'm still smiling are you guys smiling even when you're wearing a mask oh big time yeah, yeah. I used to do it when I was when I was Twister all the time, and it made like everyone's like, "Are you smiling right now?" I was like, "Yeah," because you you're still it's like it's smizing, it's like the Tyra, yeah. you know, like you're, yeah, smize. And, but someone there was this one time I was wearing I was wearing the Twister mask, and the way the lights of the field hit plus the flash on the camera, you could see in Twister's mouth, and you could see me like this. <laughs> It's a great photo. <laughs> I have to, I have to, I have to get confirmation on that. Do, are you the twister? Because we all know there's usually multiple mascots. Are you the twister that did the worm? Yes. Did the worm on the field? Yeah. You have a great worm. That was like the move. Thank you. That was. I don't know if you also knew about the time that uh, I got decapitated. I was the finish line, and this drunk dude, dizzy and drunk, just like housed me. And my hat went, my head went rolling down the left field line. <laughs> Poor children. Oh, yeah, it was great. I don't want to let this moment slip away without telling Sean, Sean, you got to get that as a quote. He has a good worm, Amy from <laughs> Thank Food and Combo Thank Conversation. You. I was going to say, if you thought we're going to let that pass, we're not, okay? Save Ooh, that for com Let's throw that have. verbatim. That's literally what she said. A good worm. Actually, what she said. You've got a, you've got a great worm. That's don't. absurd. <laughs> Hey, I'm the only one with the baby, so I definitely have a good worm. <laughs> hey <laughs> uh, So with that, we survived Frank's Red Hot. Um, but there were plenty of absurdities, plenty of things that just made us go WTF. Uh, I don't know if anybody has any thoughts right off the top of their head. I know I've got some, but I'm going to open it up to the floor. Um, so my favorite thing about this whole entire preparing for this show was finding out that Alex Cora from the Boston Red Sox got fired in January and hired in like October. <laughs> For cheating, Ricky, he wasn't it, like fired. It blew my mind that, that that him getting fired was this year because it felt like it was so long ago. It was January. <laughs> yeah, there was a Super Bowl this year. Yes, there was. Oh my God, it was beautiful. And J-Lo. Bad Bunny. I love Bad Bunny. Um, Bad Bunny had a year. He's absurd. <laughs> he is a little absurd. <laughs> he's great. He's like a good uh, a good example of just like, he's so over the top, I love it deeply. He is the entire island of Puerto Rico in one man. He is. <laughs> it's like how um, Pitbull is Miami. Will <laughs> <laughs> Smith is Miami, and I live in Dime. <laughs> that, yeah, that's because, that's because <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. 
<laughs> he is Miami, but he's also everything. <laughs> Molly, was Pitbull on your like Spotify end of year list? Oh, you bet. Time? Several Pitbull. <laughs> I had Fireball, Don't Stop the Party. I love Pitbull. I've We're still turning up in 2020. The party <laughs> did not stop for you. Um, I, I also this year revived my love of the original song or the song that he wrote for Men in Black 3, which sampled the Mickey and Sylvia song that's in Dirty Dancing. <laughs> that's a great one. Oh, there was a Men in Black 3? <laughs> yeah, there was. It came out like 2012. I, I, I oh, did know that. It was, she, they it had was the female. Good. They had the it female agent. No, 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 no. no, no. That's Men in Black 4. They made a fourth? <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of four. Men in Black 3 is the one was, where they go gosh, back oh, in time. Back in, exactly, and the song yeah. is called yeah. To Understand the Future. We have to go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> I was obsessed with that song. Absurdities. Absurdities. We did a song for COVID, We're Gonna Win, or something like that. It was Yeah, and it was really great. <laughs> it was like, it was a really like wonderful song. You get a song for COVID? Like, hey, COVID? <laughs> you can do it, COVID! Knock him out! 300K, get him! <laughs> I think it was like, we will win? We will win. It sounded like uh, a It was supposed to like rally people. Oh yeah, it was supposed but, to be a whole thing. Yeah, I don't think it, it. I don't think that managed to rally as many people as the government oh. did when they announced that UFOs were real. Oh, I forgot about nothing, that. Nothing absurd about that. Tom <laughs> DeLonge had already um, found that first of all. <laughs> yeah. But then they I knew that in like ninth grade. Where people were going to storm Error Fifty One. Oh was yeah, twenty twenty. Including me. Was that this year? That was that was the end of last year, but then came back around this year. No. Classified stuff came out. Yeah, when the classified stuff came out, people were gonna restorm to like yeah. verify it. Yeah. As Do if you the think saying it wasn't good enough? When they had the conference to like whether or not they should release that information, do you think somebody was like, honestly, they're all stuck at home, we should give them something, and they were like, tell them about UFOs. I think yeah. that was in the middle of a bunch of crazy. I think that was during like the the protests and everything. Yeah. Like they like snuck it in there, so no yeah. one really noticed it. I also love that the idea of a boardroom of people and someone going, "We have to give them something." Could either <laughs> relate to the UFOs or the Jordan documentary because yeah. both were similar. Where folks were like, "Fuck it, let's go." Yeah. <laughs> found, out, yeah. found out we were pregnant was- during the first night of uh, the Last Dance. Wait, you what? I, we found out that Marie was pregnant on the first night. She was taking the test, and I was so focused on the doctor. You're pregnant? We'll be pregnant after this is over. How did you not take a bunch of, like, Michael Jordan-esque okay. photos? Like, you, like, land there just, like, like with the pregnancy test? <laughs> well, because we cried a lot first. Oh, <laughs> I love that for you. Just like Michael That's Jordan, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we looked at that pregnancy test, and it was like he looked at me the wrong way, and so I didn't let him forget it. Yeah, <laughs> you took it. You took it personally. Absolutely, took that very personally. I was talking about the last dance today with my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> she had to ask me about it. We have a shared love of the NBA. Can I tell my favorite Michael Jordan story? Please. Yep. Steve, Steve Siddle is a Worcester resident poet. He writes for Worcester Magazine. 
he was working at IHOP in Chicago, like, I don't know, in the mid nineties. And Michael Jordan comes into IHOP and sits down and says like, dude, all I want to do is be left alone and have a copy of the paper. And so Steve like runs down the block and steals the Chicago Tribune off somebody else's stoop, brings it back. And Michael Jordan is like so smitten, so pleased with the service. He's like, what's your name again, Steve? I'll be back. I promise I'll be back. I'll ask for you. And Steve's like, great. And then that night, Steve is out on a first date with a woman who is admittedly like way out of his league. And they're walking down a random block and who's sitting outside on the patio, but Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan smoking cigars. And Michael Jordan just like looks up and he's like, oh, hey, Steve. And Steve's like, hey, Mike. And then they keep walking. And the woman was just like, I'm in. So oh, no. we're not ready to segue to this yet, but I just have to point out because one of our topics is social engagement challenges, TikTok, stuff like that. So I feel like we just watched a TikTok from Sarah about how you're telling us about your dad with the with all of these likes meeting all these celebrities as a stagehand so we just witnessed it happen in real life so, <laughs> IRL. so when it when it appears on tiktok you guys we start yeah there. people love celebrity stories so much i don't know all the tiktoks that are about me get like a I don't know, a minimal amount of views but if you mention a celebrity sighting in a tiktok you all of a sudden have a hundred thousand views pro tip oh God, i could get so many views on tiktok yeah, I know. Can, okay. can, can I tell my favorite Michael Jordan story? Yes. Cool. Yes. So I wasn't around, and I don't know anyone that was around, and I've only seen this online, but one time there was a camp, and Michael Jordan was told if he missed a shot, every camper would get free Jordans. And Michael Jordan proceeded to make every single fucking shot. And sent <laughs> those children home. Tracks. So broken. And I love it because even when it comes to children, 20 years past his prime, nobody beats Mike. Hey, Republicans buy sneakers too. Listen. <laughs> I, uh, my Michael Jordan story is when my dad was working for the Telegram and Gazette and the sports section, it was Michael's rookie year playing in Boston at the Garden. And my dad interviews him as like a one-on-one -on -one interview about like the transition from UNC to Chicago and how tough it is and all, all the stuff we saw in the documentary. And then when my dad finishes it, he goes, thank you. And Michael goes, Hey, uh, here's my mom's address. Could you send the clipping to my mom? She keeps them in a book. I love that. Isn't that the cutest thing? That's adorable. Yeah. And so my dad, yeah, we, uh, uh, one year I insisted we send a Christmas card to Michael Jordan's mom when I was like nine years old. Cause my dad, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sent a Christmas card to Mrs. Jordan in, in Wilmington, North Carolina. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't invite him to your wedding. <laughs> I know, you know, right? Like you're, so, you're supposed to invite the president and vice president to your wedding like that's part of like what's the class emily post? yes emily post class you're supposed oh, to yeah. like you're officially supposed to invite the president and the vice president to your wedding i'm gonna invite blake lively and ryan reynolds because that's my president that's my <laughs> hashtag my oh. president ryan reynolds. <laughs> well, they didn't invite you to their wedding on their plantation so be because I was busy, I was probably working that night. They Wait, know. I'm gonna go to the more important part. Did they have a plantation? Plantation? No, sorry, they had a plantation wedding though. Uh, they got married. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> they just Trey, all the labor was free. Plantation where uh, they used to like be slaves, and we're like, this seems like a great place for us to get married. They, little overhead. They everything was free. Didn't uh, Providence change its name, the state of Providence this year? They removed plantations from the name? 
Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah. That's, an, that's an absurdity for 2020. That is. Yeah, that is absurd. Is, is it absurd? Is it they they in the first place. <laughs> That yeah. they got rid of the name or that they <laughs> that that's their act of like anti-racism like we're going to change the name that no one was even really aware of in the first place. no one in rhode island is racist anymore because of this <laughs> just announced that they're changing their mascot or their their name too right they ought to yeah kind, kind of though they're they're still going to sell chief wahoo gear like what even after chief they wahoo is the name. problem they're still gonna sell that, and they're like, they're still gonna keep. They're gonna still gonna wear that that jersey like until twenty twenty three when they can find a name. Yeah, they're like, gonna be a Cleveland baseball it's team. Like it's really still so easy. Yeah, it's so easy. Yeah. Call yourselves the fucking Cleveland Steamers. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, do that. If I they have did, more absurd. Or also the other. Before thing. we move on, um, because we were talking about the president in politics. And I'm just gonna, I don't wanna get too much into politics, but it's a little bit absurd that the president didn't concede and was unwilling to accept the results of the election. Honestly, <laughs> no, it's absurd that he didn't fucking die. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. It's absurd he survived COVID. I don't believe in this disease anymore. To be fair. My mom called me and was like, great news. <laughs> <laughs> Like legitimately, she like woke me up. I was like, "Did you hear?" Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night I... and like woke Naomi up. I was like, "You gotta get up." She's like, "What?" Well, like, oh, has COVID. Yeah, I forgot that it, there is literally a storyline where Selena's people and the opponent's people are switching back and forth between count all the votes and stop the count. Like, yeah. there's a whole entire episode of that where Jonah's like, "Stop the count," and then he's like. <laughs> Every vote counts. And I was like, this just happened. How did I forget? So we live in Veep. It's basically, we do. We to be really fair, like, he was impeached and continued to, to, like, run as president. And nobody really brought that up again after, like, the four days of him being impeached. Yeah. Anything is possible. He got impeached and then was just like, okay, thank you. We'll go one step further and just say the last four years of his presidency was absurd. I mean, yeah. that's I'll take that. And will. inject bleach. Let's not forget that part. <laughs> that was a good he was one. quarterbacking paper towels yes. to a crowd. The most absurd story I wrote, I think, was about the toilet paper shortage and how the days had really grown in popularity. So I went down this like deep research rabbit hole about the days, and they're apparently very uh, hygienic in comparison to toilet paper. Did you oh, have affordable? Because I can't afford a bidet. Well, yeah. you can get you can use a lojota instead if you guys know um Hassan Minhaj. Excuse me, what? The whole bit about it. You can it, use a what? Instead of a bidet, instead of it like coming out of like a like a mechanical function, you can use um it's like a lota. You just like use there's like a water jug and water and like a cup and you just like <laughs> it's a manual it's like a manual bidet. But yeah, Hassan Minhaj talks about it. We were, talk, we were talking about the seltzer bottles before. <laughs> yeah, just use that exactly. Oh my god, maybe Wait, pull that's it your job to pull apart. You just hang out in the bathrooms and just spray people down. Yeah. Oh no. Twice when you Those are time. Touch <laughs> your toes first. You forgot that part. When you said whatever that word was, I thought you were saying elote, like Mexican street corn. That's what I was like, why would you put that in your butt? That's the weirdest thing. No, no. That's not where the spice comes from. Was it uh, and Native Americans like the the uh, up here? I learned this uh, in elementary school. They would take used eating corn and then clear it all up. They would just wipe wipe it up and just it pick all the all the leftover of the corn would pick up everything that was left in your butt. 
Where did you Which is why you still find corn in your poop. Caitlin Magnet, Caitlin Magnet Elementary School taught me this. That's the whole plant and the whole, and and the whole animal. I just want to point out that Sean's second reference to bums. <laughs> I mean, hey, now I'm in baby mode. I'm thinking about butts all the time. <laughs> butts and poop constantly. That's all I think about now. Wait, <laughs> don't throw out that corn. Baby poop at like a year to two, I mean a month to two months, it just looks like yellow rice. It looks like Spanish yellow rice. Like you just like, mm, I'm like. Sean, do you have to use one of those tootie things to get the kid to fart? I, I, I've used it a couple times, yeah, and it, make, it, makes a little, it makes his farts whistle, and then it also shoots his poop. He literally shot a piece of poop at Maraid like it was a BB, and she had to, like, Neo-Matrix away from it. Woo! <laughs> it went, shoo! <laughs> All right, on to the <laughs> next <laughs> eating <laughs> challenge, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get, you Get your chicken out. Come on, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Babies are absurd. That's my third news. Babies are absolutely absurd. Absurd moment of 2020, Sean becoming a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Son, have you had to yeah. his nails yet? Is it like traumatizing? Hmm? Have you like clipped clipped his nails? No clipping, filing. Filing. Okay. When do you get when do you start? Yeah, what's the process? <laughs> like right you, away. No, but when do you start being able to clip? Oh, uh Why not are you so much a baby nail clippings? <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about this. Because Molly and I are starting we're starting a spa. We're gonna do baby nails. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, there's just like so many things about like having a baby that like I just people don't. Are you yes. threading his eyebrows yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We've also been painting his fontanelle. We've been just putting different things. Yeah. You know, ba- he doesn't have kneecaps right now. He grows them later on. What? You don't need See, this is right what away. I mean. There's things about babies that I just want to know. So when babies, one of them. babies have to make bad bets with the mob so they don't get their kneecaps broken. They, there's nothing to break. You can't do it. Makes a ba- have the baby place the bet. You found the loophole. <laughs> Take that, casino. I, I just hope there's like an old school mobster watching this just pissed. Like, he got the secret. Babies! <laughs> Her Achilles heel. He's only coming for Sean. Yeah. He's very worried about the rest of us. Can you imagine an old school mobster watching all of what just happened to get to this point? <laughs> Sean has this loophole and then he ends up like Jordan's father. <laughs> oh my god shout out to the last dance i didn't watch it <laughs> oh oh speaking of old school mobsters and the and the michael jordan story from sarah uh don rickles has a great story about hanging out in las vegas and he's friends with frank sinatra and he's he's like hey frank i got a hot date tonight i got a hot date can you come over and like impress her you come over and just show me and everything and so he's out of the date and frank sinatra comes over hey don hey how's it going he goes hey frank frank leave me alone i'm on a date can't you see leave me alone <laughs> He just big times Frank Sinatra. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, I miss talking to people. I, I feel like I'm like on coke. <laughs> All right. I'm going in on Cholula. It's probably the coke. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's diet. The Cholula time. Cholula you can time. taste that wood tip. Are you smoking black and miles or eating Cholula? <laughs> Yes. Something else, because you were talking about me talking about Sean's worm. All about that wood tip. <laughs> You're talking that about tips. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, Amy. Yeah, we're all horny as hell, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Again, just so thoroughly enjoy talking to more than my wife. <laughs> well, oh, I Ricky. Have to spend Fifteen days quarantine for my husband, which was far too long. Ooh. I was supposed to say Sarah's. <laughs> but. I tested negative. 
and he had COVID. So I, Ricky, I know you mentioned that you might have been exposed. Do protect Naomi, would you? I know. <laughs> and it was like one of the best days of my life was when we got to hug each other again, which I know is really lame, but it was really special. That's sweet. How are oh, you the sweetest? Be warm. I can't wait to hug your husband either. Same. Oh. I also can't wait to tackle Jake. I know. I did. I did say like, oh yeah, he has COVID or whatever, and he was like oh, I'm so sorry, or something, and I said, oh, yeah, I just mostly want to smooch him, and Shay was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I saw him last week, like, from Sarah's, like, porch through a doorway, like, 12 feet away, and I was like, hi, Jake, it's so good to see you. Yeah, Molly did my Christmas shopping. She's the best. Oh, Molly. Just a yeah, Sarah, I was wondering what was up, because, like, there were no pictures of you dancing in a field, and I was like, there's no one to take a photo. He was sick. <laughs> <laughs> So true. <laughs> I was thinking that yesterday. I was like, Sarah hasn't done like her posts in a while. She's on vacay. <laughs> She's but probably just in her Taylor Swift moment. Reflective and yeah. Speaking of social engagement, that Taylor, she really did us right this quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're into white people. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I stole that. That's a line from Bob's Burgers. No, it was perfect. It was like it was like I thought it and you said it, Molly. <laughs> uh, the, the mom on Bob's Burgers is like, look at them, they're the best. It was like TV anchors, and Gene replies with that. And now I just think it's the best thing. <laughs> I go to sleep. The characters on Bob's Burgers, those main characters are also white. My husband had asked, like, how do you get so into Taylor Swift? You know, is there a friend of yours that you really bond over Taylor Swift with? And I was like, no, like all my friends are way cooler than that. They don't love Taylor. And then I was like, except Ricky. Yeah. I do love Taylor Swift. Like Taylor. Veronica does too. I fucking love Taylor Swift. Do you love her because Naomi loves her? Or do you love oh, her? Oh, no. I'm old for I, I've been loving Taylor Swift since her first single. And I actually went to see her open for Brad Paisley. I had tickets. I was like two rows from the stage. But like she was sick did. and didn't play. And I was so heartbroken. Russell, like 24, and I would have been singing like that Tim McGraw song back to her. It would have been lovely. <laughs> Ricky was my first Worcester friend. I like grew up here, left, came back, and I would go and use the Wi-Fi at Starbucks for grad school when we started talking. And that was when we bonded. We were talking Taylor Swift, Hanson, he was all that real poppy shit. You know me. I feel like that was one of the first things I learned about Ricky was that he like loved Taylor Swift. That's the first thing everybody learns about me. Like when I have a kid, instead of being awesome like Sean, I'm gonna be like Taylor Swift. Don't you dare say dad, don't you dare say mom. Your first words will be Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift Nelson. I was gonna say Taylor Nelson has a subtle ring to it and it's androgynous. Taylor Nelson sounds like a porn star. <laughs> Major T Nelson. <laughs> what is the thing with the name Taylor? Like it can take a turn. It can go like, it can be real wholesome. Or like Taylor Hansen. Oh, the best Hanson. <laughs> the best Hanson? Yeah, he's definitely the best one. Was he, he the youngest Hanson? No, he's, that was Zach. He's the most... Oh, no. no, 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 no. Taylor's a multi-instrumentalist <laughs> and the primary songwriter with Isaac. So... Isaac, <laughs> Isaac Hanson? Hanson? I've <laughs> never known Isaac. <laughs> I think Isaac went to Holy Cross, no lie. Who? What? I think Isaac Hanson went, went to Holy Cross for like a semester. Very um, religious. Chris Hanson went to Holy Cross. Did he really? Wait, no, Chris no. Hansen, like, <laughs> I got really excited, Jay. He caught, he caught all those priests. Um, no, Hansen's really good. I got, I got into them again in college. 
turns out their music is great. Their subsequent albums are awesome. They have a music video that like is based on the Blues Brothers. That song is so good. The song is great. The video is great. You know who lives and dies by Hanson is Katie from Timberyard. Yes, yeah. she does. Hanesian. I, I know one Hanson song. So. Yeah. And it's a great Same. song. And it's a mmm bop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm out. See you guys.